Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Most people vastly underestimate the amount of work required to build a big business or a big real estate portfolio. So I was listening to a podcast the other day with Alex Hermosi, and he was talking about in fitness, he's this big jack dude. I don't know if you've looked at him, but he has these big muscles. He used to be a bodybuilder, used to be way, way bigger. And he's talking about how these days he only works out two, maybe three days a week, and he pretty much eats whatever he wants to. And a lot of people find it hard to believe because he still looks like just a jacked, muscular lumberjack. But the truth is, people underestimate how much work it requires to get big and bulky like that or how to get those gro- that growth, but they overestimate how much work it takes to maintain that level. So it's really, really hard to grow and put on muscle. It's hard to grow a business like these analogy, it crosses over. It's hard to do these things and it requires probably a lot more work, a lot more reps than you think it does. But once you've built it, once you've gotten to a certain level, maintaining the business is far, far easier and requires less energy than most people even realize. I wanna talk about this because if you're not careful, you're gonna find yourself in the murky middle where you're doing more than is strictly necessary to maintain your business or your real estate portfolio, but you're not doing enough to stimulate the growth. And that's important because If you're in this murky middle and you're not overstimulating and causing growth and you're doing, you know, far more than is necessary just to maintain, then you effectively have a lot of wasted energy. And so what we want to do is if you want to maintain and you're not interested in growing, we need to find what that minimum threshold of work is so we can stay there. And it's probably far, far less than you think. That's the two week, uh, two days of working out per week. If you want to grow your business, which I would suppose most people listening to this want to do. Well, then you need to be putting in way more work than you probably even realize. You're probably somewhere in this murky middle where you're doing more than the minimum, but you're not still quite doing enough to stimulate new growth. When we talk about what it takes to go and get new new assets for your portfolio, like people underestimate how many conversations you have to have with brokers, with sellers, with lenders, with investors. This is a constant process and it's not just talking to a broker once a week and then hoping that's going to turn a deal or talking to a seller once a week. We're talking about talking to 10 brokers, 20 brokers, 100 brokers every single day. And that's a crazy concept, right? Like if you started thinking about, oh, wow, if I talked to, if I was talking to one broker per week before, and now I'm doing, say, 20 brokers per day, you are doing hundreds of brokers per week more than you were doing prior. Will you see results? Will you see growth? Very likely. But it's not enough just to say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do three times more. So now I'm going to do three times more brokers this week than I was doing before. Like it takes massive action to see massive results. And so I want to share that with you because my guess is if you're like most people, and I've found myself here 
far too frequently. I don't want to admit it, but it's true. Where you find yourself doing more than is necessary to maintain the business, but not nearly enough to grow the business. And that's fine as long as you realize that you're in that murky middle, you're wasting energy, and you're not doing what's necessary to actually grow. If you want to grow, I encourage you to sit down and look at, like, audit, what are you actually doing right now in your business? What are the the primary growth indicators that you're you're tracking your your work, your output through, and then look at it objectively and say, is this enough? Should I be doing, could I be doing more? What would it look like if I 10X that? What if it looked like if I 100X that? And just by asking the question, how would I 100X this? Now you're starting to put your subconscious mind, you're looking for solutions rather than just assuming that you're at the top of the uh, the top of the game. And this is really interesting, but you see this all the time with athletes who move from one level of play to the next. So if you're a high school athlete and you're at the top of your team in a small town and then you go to college, suddenly, wow, the, the, the quality of play is so much higher. People are stronger. They're so much faster. They're working so much harder. And at first, when you're a freshman, sophomore, it takes a lot of time to adapt and, and realize, oh, you're not doing nearly enough. By your junior, senior year, you start to get caught up and you start to acclimate to that new environment of like, this is the amount of work required to be at this level, right? To have grown. And you start getting locked into that. Now, if you make the jump from, you know, college to say the NFL or to the pros, now it's a whole different level. People are moving so much faster. They're so much stronger. They're working so much harder. And your expectation of what it meant to work hard before is completely obliterated. So as you move through these levels of, of life, of business, of investing, you start to realize like, you could always be doing more. Now, I'm not just saying, I'm not just an advocate of just hustling and like the hustle porn culture of like rise and grind and get after it. And like, if you're not bleeding from your eyeballs, like you're not trying hard enough and go only sleep for four hours a week. I'm talking about making sure that what you're doing is effective. And usually if you're not skilled, in the, especially in the beginning, because you're going to lack skills, the way to compensate for that, to overcome that is through sheer velocity, through sheer grunt work through sheer repetition. I wanted to share this because I know it's a message for myself as well, which is, hey, don't get complacent in this murky middle. It's a horrible place to be because one, you're expending more energy than is necessary and you're not stimulating the growth and you're also not just simply maintaining. Get in alignment with what it is you're trying to accomplish and then make sure that your actions map to that desired outcome. So if you found this valuable, make sure that you hit subscribe, you hit that like button so that you get notified whenever we have new content dropping and we'll see you guys in the next video. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.